For the past 10 to 15 years, I used LinkedIn as a platform to stay in touch with my international contacts. So when I was a minion of 22, I interned for three months in New York and Facebook was just coming up. Adds a sound of dinosaurs screaming in the back. <laughs> so I decided to add my New York contacts to my LinkedIn Rolodex. And this was exactly what it was, actually, a Rolodex. And throughout the years, I've acted, actively added people that I know to my network, right up until the point that I hit about 2,300 followers and connections this spring. So, and it was at this spring that of this year that I noticed a change in the conversation on LinkedIn. So to be sure, this year is 2022. I'm recording this on November 1st. And so I noticed a change in the conversation on, on LinkedIn. It wasn't anymore like, yay, I got a new job or look at this big client I landed or humble brag, humble brag. I want to thank this, this, this. But it was more and more about professional development, free business advice. But the difference with Instagram and TikTok is that it's with genuine profiles of real people. And, you know, those client wins and those career wins are still being shared. And I believe, you know, that will slowly disappear. But anyway, I decided to jump in on the bandwagon. And now it's three months that I'm posting on LinkedIn every day. And I'm ready to show you my first results and advice I can give you. So that you can also start your LinkedIn journey with a jolt and decide if you should invest the time and efforts. This is Big Business with Sarah, the podcast for entrepreneurs who want to continue building their business and understand you should never stop learning. So I want to start right off by saying that I believe LinkedIn is ideal for people with a lot of work or business experience specialized in business to business. So what do I mean with a lot? I believe 10 to 15 years of business or work experience is really you know, going to help you because you may or may not have a build, build a strong network around you. But I specifically believe the quality of output is much better on LinkedIn than on other platforms. By the way, Twitter is also a great platform. Uh, recently, I think it was five days ago when I'm recording this, Elon Musk bought Twitter. So we're not really sure what's going to happen. We know that he has a specific idea on you know having the platform more democratic democratized. Um, you know, I don't really have an opinion about this, but I think um, I think it's very safe to say that LinkedIn is one of the last remaining networks that seems genuine. <laughs> so it is possible, uh, you know, if your business, if you are business to consumer, so B2C, and, you know, because, you know, your consumers are also maybe people who work, maybe not. Um, and also, if you're not very experienced in your job or your business, it might be very good for you, too. But it's just a first observation that I want to share with you um, that what I believe is the you know ideal client for LinkedIn. So since August 1st, I decided to post every day. I actually wanted to do it on September 1st, but then I thought, why should I wait in the end, I believe, well, you know, I'm always very much for fast action. 
could have waited a little longer to actually have a strategy, but I just did it. And you know what? Sometimes that, that technique also works. So since then, since August 1st, and it's now November 1st, I've increased my following with 15%. So this means that my impressions have uh, tripled to from about 50,000 impressions to 150,000 impressions right now. I have more than doubled my engagement from 314 till uh, 1,112 to be exact engagement. I've added 350 new followers in three months and I'm just getting started. And my profile views have more than doubled now to 1,000. And I've had countless conversations in the DMs. I've added 10 new clients in three months time because of LinkedIn. And I've also had my biggest sales months, months coincidentally, because of LinkedIn. I've also blocked two annoying people. <laughs> I wanted to mention this as well. Sometimes people are just so annoying and, you know, com commenting. I've had one person who commented twice and it was the same thing. It was ridiculous and was, you know, out of nothing. I, I don't know. So, you know what? I blocked them. And I've also had many messages, so many DMs uh, of people saying they enjoyed my content and who want to work with me. And they, and you know, some people also told me in real life and said, you're very active on LinkedIn. Yes, of course. So if I have all those 2,300 people, you know, which I've met 10 to 15 years ago or, you know, over the past 10 to 15 years, some of them might be, might not be that interested in my content anymore. I get that. Uh, you know what? You can still stay connection and unfollow or mute someone. So, you know, that's fine. I, you know, it's up to me. And this will, might happen to you too. You know, if you're thinking of starting this LinkedIn journey, some people will not like what you post. And that's totally fine. They are not your ideal client, but it doesn't mean that you don't have to post anything. So those were the numbers a little bit, but... I wanted to share with you the bycatch that has really helped, you know, that really helped LinkedIn really helped me in this. So the first thing is that I was very forced to work on my personal brands. And lucky me, I already was very much into uh, visual communication because I was, I've been active on Instagram since, you know, really active on Instagram by posting every day for one and a half years. So I was already quite experienced in creating content daily. And, um, you know, this podcast exists from February on. So I know a thing of, or, or two, but because of Instagram is a very visual platform, I already worked on my personal brand brand. So my color is hot pink. And thanks to the Your Summer Reset branding, I also added, I don't know if you say it like this, pronounce it like this, aqua blue it's a very beautiful blue so those are my two colors and you know if you're talking about personal brand but also personal brand is your personal story and um you know i'm also going to share this in the tips later on how you can how you how you can do that too but actually personal branding is so important and even if you don't have a business and you know just have a career which i think is amazing um if I believe that you're a very interesting candidate also for new jobs if you are working on your personal brand on LinkedIn. And it doesn't have to be, you know, that you're being very opinionated about certain clients. No, you can be also very positive in your content and outputs. And I'm going to show you how. So 
the second step, and it's a little bit the same, what I, a little bit, you know, going forward on what I just mentioned is that you're allowing yourself to find your voice. So, you know, the danger, the biggest danger is that you're going to look at very big content create creators, which I'm going to mention soon, and that you're feeling like, yeah, but I mean, I don't know what to talk about. Um, I'm just going to copy them because, yeah, I, I don't know if I'm really good. And actually, because you're posting every day, you are actually allowing yourself to find your voice. And I think that's one of the most magical, magical things that happened to me. And I mentioned also before that the quality of conversation is much higher than on other platforms. So the third bycatch is that you have genuine conversations with experts in your field. This is something that I didn't, I didn't really realize before I started. Um, because I'm posting every day, I, I get responses, I get DMs. You know, sometimes the conversation continues in the DMs or maybe sometimes I even have um, um, meetings, online meetings with people, you know, just to get to know them a little bit better. You know, if there is a click and see you know, if we could do something together or not, but, you know, just to get to know someone a little bit better. And you know what? I actually made quite some online friends. And if you are listening to this, you know who you are. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I love making this, um, you know, because LinkedIn um, could be seen as quite a dorky platform. And um, I've always been very into dorky things. So yay for that. Um, so if you're listening, you know who you are. Uh, so the fourth bycatch, bycatch for me was uh, that you know much better what your ideal client desires. So, you know, because, you know, I would see in the responses and the reactions and the comments from people, you know, who were asking questions or in the DMs, um, it was very easy for me to dissect exactly, okay, you know what, this is their, this is their uh, question. So that helped me again to create better content and better offers. And uh, the fifth bycatch catch was that I was getting inspired by others because I was looking also at how other creators are doing it. And, you know, I think, I think also my Instagram game has really stepped it. I really stepped up that game too, because of LinkedIn, because the quality is so much higher. So I think it's a win, win, win for me. Um, so if you're thinking, you know, after listening to this, uh, small, you know, as well as a numbers result, as, um, other, you know, branding results, etc. cetera. Uh, and if you do want to increase your following a number of clients too, then I suggest you follow these steps and I'm just going to see how many steps I have because I have my notes. Yes. Seven steps. So how to get started. So I first started following some Dutch people, you know, that I'm from the Netherlands. You can probably hear it from my accent and, um, sometimes that I'm really looking for words and probably, you know, kind of de-Inglifying uh, or de-Dutchifying some English world words. <laughs> um, anyway, so I first started following some Dutch people that I believed to have good content. So one person, I can mention 20 people right now, but I want to mention someone especially, and that that is Edwin Dijkstra, who also recently published a very insightful book. It's called Super Freelancer. It's written only in Dutch. I might uh, translate it too. And actually, this was one of the first top creators in the field that I followed. 
And, you know, starting from him, I started following more and more people because they were commenting and he was commenting. And, uh, and now I'm also following more people from the UK and the US. So as I mentioned before, I'm Dutch and you're noticing that I'm trying to speak English at least, (laughs) Uh, because I love to communicate in English with um, with my audience, not just because I like the language, but also because I really like the international ex- exchange. By the way, I've mentioned this at the beginning of the pod- podcast, is that I've interned in New York in the beginning of my career. I was still a student, actually. I did that internship during my studies. And that's where and when I realized that I thought, you know what, I really want to keep on working internationally because it inspires me so much because, you know, you have such cultural differences, you learn so much more from others. And so I'm very happy that I'm implying this in my business right now. So that's why I'm speaking in English. I'm also writing in English on LinkedIn. But, you know, if you're Dutch or maybe if you're listening to this, you know, in your in your own mother mother's tongue language, maybe you're German, maybe you're French, you can write in your own language. You know, you can actually create a big following in your own language. Most people actually are very are much more comfortable in that. But I really like to have that international vibe. <laughs> so that's why I speak English anyway. Um, so then I started following people from the UK and the US and the biggest example right here is Justin Welsh. He is one of the top creators on LinkedIn. He's on, you know, on all those top hundreds and two hundreds. He's on, you know, number one. And I would definitely suggest to start with creating, or sorry, following some top creators of the platforms. And, you know, maybe you like to, um, to follow a very good copywriter, then maybe think of Dickie Bush and maybe someone who is very good at sales, you know, and then kind of, you know, see in your field what, what works best. Um, but do not forget to follow the smaller creators as well. And maybe they are at your same level or maybe one or two steps further than you. Um, or maybe even start a small accountability group with them to motivate and inspire each other. I didn't do that, but if I if it helps you, go for it. I know that there's many groups doing this. Um, so try to diversify a little bit, you know, the people that you follow. And um, yeah, see what they do. So the second step is how to decide what to write about. Mm, I would suggest at first to start writing about one or two different topics and then build from there. So for instance, I started with sales and business mindsets. Uh, but now I'm broadening it to a lot more. Uh, so try to find content creators that you like and see them, uh, see how they can inspire you. It can inspire you without copying them, but see, you know, how, what works with them and then, you know, try to mold it in a way that it works for your content too. And maybe you can also follow someone, you know, who's not, you know, in your field, but that you can get a lot of inspiration from so that um, nobody notices that there's some overlap there. Don't copy, but just, you know, get get the inspiration there. Mm. So I'm currently writing posts literally every day because I'm used to creating content for one and a half years now. And, you know, I have so much up my sleeve. But, you know, staring at the blank page before you is never a nice feeling. So be sure to have some backups of, you know, topics that you want to talk about in your Notion, Asana or notes on your phone. So, you know, 
if you're not very used to creating content daily, I would really suggest that you just write down topics and kind of outlines of what you want to talk about. And um, yeah, you can also plan for them too. I don't do it, but you can do that definitely. And there's so many programs you can use. So the third step is how to find your tone of voice. Mm. So mostly I believe, you know, this is just a general observation that I can do after three months is that positive solutions posts are the most popular. So, you know, for instance, stating the problem of your ideal client, saying why it's a problem, saying you can solve it, and then showing them the solutions are the most popular posts, in my opinion. Yes, you can write your opinions on every topic to show your expert status and you can be you know, very critical, but try to find the voice that suits you and don't try, you know, try to think also what your ideal clients want to hear, wants to hear. So for instance, I want people to feel comfortable and that they can trust me because Unfortunately, in the world of business coaches, not everyone, everyone is being too positive about my fellow coaches. So what I want is to build trust because, you know, I know that I am, you know, the best business coach in the world and I can show people by, you know, sharing valuable business advice that they can trust. So for me to be very opinionated and to be very snarky probably is not going to um, meet that goal. The fourth step you can take is experiment and mix posts with images, graphs, carousels, or text only. So sometimes I've noticed in the past three months that the posts with a personal picture from me, selfie, or um, or maybe of a certain you know thing that I want to talk about uh, works best, or a personal story. Mm. But I honestly don't want people to follow me for that reason, or I don't want people to work with me for that reason only. I want them to follow me and work with me because of my expert advice. So I decided to share some light content during the weekends and interesting business advice Monday till Friday. So I kind of separated that for myself. The fifth step that you, you, you can take, and it's a very short advice, is that I hardly used tags like business or marketing or sales or you know, coach for coach, I don't know. And I never put a link in the post. I always put it in the first comments. This is just somewhat something, I mean, I just blindly follow everyone in this respect. Uh, this is something that nobody, well, some people do actually. But I believe, um, yeah, that those posts really don't work well. So I put the link in the first comment if I have a call to action. Do I believe as a content creator that you're that you should always have a call to action? No. I think you should apply the 80/20 rule, so 80% of content and 20% of those contents uh, can have a call to action. People are not stupid anymore and um I mean <laughs> they've never been stupid by the way, but also the clients, the consumers have evolved. So if people really want to work with you, they will find your website. You know, don't worry about that. Um, <laughs> it's, um, yeah, I mean, yes, you have to talk about your, your offer, but make it 20% of your content and not, not more. Sixth step I want you to take is have a clear idea of 
what time you want to post or if you're deciding not to post every day you don't have to post every day by the way you can also post three times a week um but you know have have a clear idea you know a very set schedule on when you're going to post. So in August, I posted every morning between 7 and 8 a.m. And in September and October, I tried different tactics, different times, but that completely messed up my algorithm. So I'm going to stick to 8 a.m. and 2 p.m. I want to post twice a day now, starting from next week. Um, But, you know, just... um, just have that have a very clear you know schedule of at that time i'm going to post mm, because then people can you know have a look at you your profile and they know that they can count on you and yeah i'm doing this too with other creators and uh, i'm i was very unfaithful to my followers for the past month especially um yeah so that's going to be better mm. and then i saved the best for last Tip seven is the biggest biggest trick which you cannot plan for is to comment on people every day. And this is the entering, interesting, but also a little bit the annoying part. Yes, you can have great content, but if you're not driving people to your profile, you will hear crickets. So how did I, you know, do this? How did I kind of prevent this? I created a list of people I follow on Airtable, which is my um, my spreadsheet documents. I love it. Um, so that I can see what they post and comment every day. Because I do like to engage with them. And because I'm using this system, this is not costing me too much time. And maybe you're thinking, oh, she's a freak. She's really weird that she's doing that. Yes, but I mean, you know, I like to engage with the people I like to follow. I think there's about 50 people on right now. And, you know, sometimes, you know, people... disappear from the list. I don't want to follow them anymore um, because I don't like their content. Yeah. So, and uh, one last thing I want to say is that, and whilst commenting, do not commit the ultimate sin to promote your own products at the, at the, at some other creator's profile. Cringe. I mean, don't. I see this happen all the time. And, you know, your your comment has to be good and it has to, you know, let people click on your profile. You have to have a great headline. I didn't even talk about it, about those things. Have a great picture with lovely colors, bright pictures where you smile on your picture. Have a great uh, fo- header. Have a great headline <laughs> that is very clear about what you're about. So mine is podcaster and business coach. Um, <laughs> and um, do not say, you know what? Um, I created a pro so someone is talking about marketing and someone is commenting, you know, in my, I'm not talking that much about marketing, but so someone is commenting in my post. um, you know what? I created a seven step marketing program and it costs only 999 euro. I'm like, go away from my comments. Actually, this has never happened to me, unfortunately, maybe because I'm not interesting enough yet, but I've seen this happen and I think it's very cringy. Okay, so how do I continue? <laughs> I'm giving myself two more months to finding my exact voice and niche for LinkedIn. And to do so, I am diving deeper into the pains of my ideal clients. So I just keep on going, keep on listening, keep on seeing what you know people respond. 
and um, see what they need and what can I offer. Mm, I'm also going to experiment with video. I already said that after one month of, on LinkedIn, uh, but I will challenge myself. If you want to join, you can DM me. You can find me, by the way, on Sarah Birkenkamp with uh, B-E-R-C-K-A-E-N-K-A-M-P. <laughs> and um, yeah, I'm going to see also, I'm going to also work with graphs and carousels uh, and tags to see what works best. Mm, carousels, I don't know. You know, there are so many carousels happening um, on LinkedIn. I haven't, I haven't used them yet. Um, but you know what? I have so many carousels actually from Instagram, so I might just you know use those. And also, I have to find a planning tool. I mean, I sort of have a note on my phone. I have a notion right now, and uh, saying on which day I'm going to talk about what. And it, I do have a plan, uh, but actually, it's a mess. <laughs> just got to be very honest. So, you know, posting every morning can be very exhausting, especially if I'm just saying right now. Um, that I'm going to post every day at 8 a.m. and 2 p.m. I mean, there needs to be a system, so I'm working on that. And um, so I did have um, a system for, for Instagram, so I do have one, um, and I know exactly how it works. So, yeah. Mm. All right. So that wraps up my advice and plans for LinkedIn for today. We spoke about your possible results after posting on three months on LinkedIn. I'm very curious if you're also going to do it. Send me a message if you're you're up for it, and I might uh, cheer from you for you at the sidelines. And um, what you can do to start with a jolt: decide what to write about, how to find your tone of voice, experiment with different kinds of posts, having a daily routine of posting, and how to attract more people by engaging with others every day. And creating comfort, content which converts is, I believe, one of the most interesting things to invest in as a business owner. And I have created a training for you for only 33 euros so that you can see my exact methods and how I come up with content each and every day. And I'm also talking, some things about, uh, talking about some things about systems that I'm using for the other social platforms that I'm using. You can subscribe to the waitlist for the converting content training. Uh, the sales page is getting ready right now, so you will be the first to know. Thank you so much for listening and see you next week.